It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Welcome to Talk with Terry on the Divas That Care Network. I am your host, Terry Wright. Each week on Talk with Terry, my guest and I will discuss a special topic that is close to their heart. Together, we will explore topics that have a huge impact on our lives. Our mission is to share the wide range of strategies my guests have developed or utilized to make a difference. Welcome to Talk with Terry. Today, my guest is Sherry Snyder. Sherry is an advocate for wellness, people, and community building. As a chief hope giver and traffic director for Hill Country Tiny Houses, her mission, along with her husband and son, is to help others successfully downsize into a tiny home just like they did in 2017. Sherry's favorite motto is that people should shrink their house, not their dreams. Welcome to today's episode, Sherry. Thank you so much for joining us. And what a great inspiration. I know right now everybody's trying to downsize and get back to basics. Um, So why did you downsize from your dream home and, you know, 2,200 square feet to a tiny home you and your husband designed and built together in 2017? Yeah, so it's, it's actually a loaded question and has multiple answers. And I know that we're going to unpack each of them probably individually throughout this podcast today. So I'll just give you the high-level overview. And being mortgage-free was one motivator Uh, where we sold our big home, which we had just freshly remodeled the ugly duckling in a great neighborhood with a great in-ground pool and and, a diving board and just just everything that we had wanted in a dream home. And it was a family project. While our girls were in high school, they requested to do a fixer-upper house with their dad, who does it for other people as, as a career, and now, as a family, we lived there. Are you still there? Yes, um, yes, I'm still here. Okay, my Zoom, my Zoom clicked off. Um, so I guess we'll have to edit that, or you'll have to edit that, sorry. Okay. Oh, no, no, you're fine, sure. No worries. We can edit anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. So as a family, remodeling this home, it was it had more sentimental value Everywhere I looked, I saw parts and pieces of my daughters who had then uh, left home to go off to college and so forth. And so the transition to even make that decision to sell that dream home had so much to do with, it wasn't intended to be a flip home. Um, It was intended to be our forever home. However, the appeal of having no mortgage of taking our son who was at the time 11 years old and when and there's a seven-year gap between him and his next sibling and so those two sisters had already left and you you have this reckoning moment as a parent saying that time that i have with our son that's left 
it's so it's going to go so fast and we want to really cherish this time and so having no mortgage having more uh, freedom to travel and do things with our last son at home was a big motivator as well as um, us looking at from a um, business perspective wanting to be authentic and become a product of our product so when we chose to dive into the tiny home industry as a business instead of flipping homes and, and remodeling it was for the purpose of teaching our children um, how the work good work ethic and how to run a company and then um, with planning for the future being able to uh, leave a legacy for them with a company that we built together and mm -hmm. in the, another part of that is like the bigger picture and dream that we had which was to live in a tiny home community and develop tiny home communities as a solution for affordable housing crisis in America and wanting to be a pioneer and leading in the forefront of that um, piece also drove us to make that decision and then finally having a vision for um, helping people achieve total wellness which I call that body soul and spirit wellness where people can um, function the way they're intended to function and that big dream would require a lot of finances and so freeing up a mortgage would allow us to invest in that dream which it all comes together under the tiny house umbrella but there's the long answer and complicated um, answer to that simple question wow so so you obviously put a lot of thought into it and you know a mortgage is a huge chunk out of everybody's pocket every single month and in order to you know live out your dreams you decided that's what you needed to downsize from which was your your dream home of 2200 square feet that's awesome. Now, um, do you still have the nostalgic knickknacks and, and family heirlooms and, and treasures that, that remind you of, of special times in your tiny house now? So I would say that I'm not naturally a big nostalgic saver. Uh -huh. And so for, to give one example, when I downsized, I did not keep my wedding gown. I did not keep my um, artificial bouquet of flowers, um, but I did keep my wedding veil. <laughs> so, oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. So instead of having, um, I had about one tenth of the space to save that memory um, and preserve it without the rest of the bulk right and so i would say that i have about 10 percent of the nostalgia pieces from the past are saved um, even like photo albums i actually downsized my photo albums probably about half and i got rid of 
everybody that wasn't family and in our life still. And I don't say got rid of, but I went through and you find there's a lot of scenery pictures that you took 20 years ago that you don't care about today. There's also a lot of people in those pictures that are not in your life anymore. And it's okay to say goodbye to a high school friend that you haven't talked to in 25 years by putting their senior photograph in another place. <laughs> <laughs> Out of your sight. <laughs> right. Definitely. And, and how, how did that make you feel, Sherry, when, when you downsized, when you got rid of all of that excess? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is a feeling of freedom um, that until you've experienced it, you just really cannot um, appreciate or understand. But it really begins to clear. I say it helps you clear prime mental real estate that was taken up inside your brain with material things that didn't add value to your life but sucked energy out of you and caused more stress. I love that Sherry because me and my husband we have been going through the whole decluttering process of our house the past six months and it makes me feel light and airy. I, I feel like mm -hmm. a burden. I mean, and all it was, was just, I mean, mm -hmm. just, just, it was just stuff, like you said, but it mm -hmm. made me feel like I was carrying a burden with all of that. It's amazing to see the correlation with what it does to your mind. Yes, it does not stop. The impact does not even stop with your mind. It truly in, integrates with all your relationships. It integrates with the way you run your companies, the way I run my businesses. Now we have three businesses that we're running out of a 10 by 12 office space that's detached from our tiny house. But I, begin, I began to think differently about the company and how can I simplify anything and everything? How can I simplify the paperwork process, the business admin side? Do we really need all these tools for the company to thrive? Or can you do on use two instead of five and have two subscriptions per month instead of, you know, hundreds of dollars that was being spent on something we thought was important, but it really wasn't essential. Exactly. Yes. Being a minimalist. Yes. Yes. Yep. And letting that transfer to every part of your life. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And it's so, like you said, it's so freeing. So can you mm -hmm. uh, describe your vision for Tiny Town, Texas for us? Yes. So I envision a place where families can thrive a place where we call Tiny Town, Texas, more than a place to be, a place to belong. Mm. And so I envision that um, families will be able to join us on this adventure where they downsize, where they experience that freedom of a simple life. And hopefully many of them would also then be able to be mortgage free and we would celebrate that, you know, together coming as, as a community, living with like-minded people. Um, all the people that we've uh, built relationships with since we started this company, um, the families and couples 
who, and singles too, who desire to go tiny have very purposely and thoughtfully approached their life and said, my values are here and my values do not have to do with all this material stuff and I'm willing to downsize this so that I can upsize my lifestyle and travel more or have better, more time to spend with my kids, have better relationships. So the, the concept of moving towards a minimalist lifestyle is really, when you, when you put it together inside of a community of like-minded people, you're really going to pull, I believe, the cream of the crop people that you want to be like, that you want to be with, who genuinely care about have no, actually knowing their neighbors. And it's a fact that one out of three people in America do not know their neighbors. Right. And so we have a vision to change that, to go back to the old days where farming communities and Midwestern towns were uh, truly functioning as a, as extended family, if there if one neighbor needed help raising a barn, everyone came to their rescue. If there was a catastrophe or trauma, everyone was there to um, encourage and help pick up the pieces. So. We, we talk about this resilient community and a sustainable community. And there's so many pieces to this, but really truly at the core, it's about family and it's about relationships and that freedom and that simplicity that people are trading um, to have that kind of a lifestyle and being sustainable. I mean, that that has become um, becoming more and more critical every day. And instead of it being a nicety, people are beginning to recognize it as a necessity. And so having our organic gardens, which are already in place, having our, uh, we'd like to do beehives and, and harvest our own honey, being able to have uh, permaculture going on, rainwater harvesting, um, chickens, of course, fresh eggs, every day, um, these type of things that actually, um, from a physical sustaining, life-sustaining point, do that. But then we're also looking at the life-sustaining relationships, which creates resiliency in, in humans, in families, and in communities. And so it really is that body, soul, spirit um, more than just your what's your physical environment and just like we were talking about with the downsizing piece when you do that in your physical environment it affects your inner spiritual uh, mental and emotional environment as well and so in a community like this there are so many benefits that we can envision families for um, years and years going forward becoming stronger, becoming more healthy financially as well. And all that sustainability piece is wrapped up in that, in that whole package of a tiny home community. 
I love this, Sherry, especially with the, the time that we're experiencing in our country right now. So many people have been trying to get back to basics, like I said at the beginning of this episode, but people need to be self-sustainable. Look at our supply chain now. I mean, you can't have that Amazon overnight package um, like you could six months ago. And people are starting to see the impacts that it has on, on their family and their livelihood. So I, yeah. th this is amazing. And you're, you're obviously, you know, at the forefront of all of this. And, you know, like you said, also, the, it, it's a tragedy that people don't know their neighbors because mm -hmm. we're living a life on autopilot. We don't have the time to build that sense of community. And it is so important on, on relationships and a person's psyche in and of itself. So this is, this is awesome. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Yes. And so why are you passionate about helping Americans achieve total wellness for their body, soul, and spirit? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I, I really think that two, two aspects of our wellness has been extremely attacked and challenged lately, and that um, people concerned about their immune health like never before, and people concerned about their economic health. And that's a, those are just two pieces for body, soul, and spirit to come together. But in the economic health, uh, what we're hoping to accomplish with our vision in Tiny Town, Texas, is that we would allow residents to run their own enterprises out of a tiny home that would be kind of a separate part of the village where it, the goal would be to create a tourist trap, a little shopping um, experience of agritourism and so forth where people can where residents who live there can also work there and play there and create, again, a self-sustaining economy amongst ourselves where potentially someone has a talent and a skill to make homemade candles, let's say, and in a little tiny enterprise separate from their home, but in a little, in a little segregation of the, of the more the shopping and boutique and agritourism area, they could have uh, customers come in and teach them how to make candles in an hour and charge X amount for that experience. Um, we would have little Airbnbs as well as in that enterprise area. And so you're bringing the tour tourists in and potentially that single mom who doesn't want to be away from her children and away from her home for many, many hours every week could run the Airbnbs, could be the manager, the cleaner, the and and enter, even help entertain some of those people who come in and want to have these experiences of agritourism. Maybe someone is really great at teaching um, gourmet cooking or healthy cooking or canning and preserving food type of classes, and they can do that for the community, the residents, but they can also do that where they bring people from outside the community, whether they're tourists that came for the experience um, or they just want to learn that skill. So when you think, when I think about Tiny Town, Texas, I think about these tiny enterprises that could help answer the economic um, 
concerns that people have today. On another note of that, we're finding that people are um, looking at how could I operate a coffee house in a tiny space and offer um, a lot of outdoor um, space for my clients to come in and have a coffee experience without the concern of spreading germs. Um, we're also working with um, some winery owners in the Hill Country who would like to have tiny tasting rooms and again, outdoor space for a small group to gather and, and sip wine. And so when you think about economic health and you think about switching gears, these tiny houses and these tiny enterprises can really solve part of that problem for people. And in addition, we're having people contact us who want a tiny office, or in my case, I call it my little she shed, which is um, my sanity space in that 10 by 12 where I'm running three companies out of that space um, where people who are now finding themselves working remotely and working from home or maybe they're even a customer service where they answer the phone and they have kids and dogs and so having a little she shed or or man cave separate detached from their house just in their backyard of an ordinary home I'm not even talking about that they have to live tiny but that tiny office enterprise can offer a solution for people as well who are now finding themselves working from home. This is absolutely amazing because you're looking at the, the holistic picture. I mean, it's a full 360 from the economy all the way down to, you know, your, your home and, you know, raising your own food and all of that. So it's you, your husband, and your son. Y'all are the mastermind behind all of this, Sherry? Well, I guess so. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a small family-run business, so I'm not, I'd love to give credit to anyone else, but I guess there isn't anyone else <laughs> to give credit to at this point. Right. So, I mean, yeah. Is, this is really good because so many people have been wanting to pull back from that lifestyle of never, never being satisfied with always reaching the next goal that's on their career ladder or what have you, because they don't have that sense of community. They don't have the, you know, the sense of relationships and that's what life is all about at the end of the day. Yeah. For sure. Yes, definitely. For sure. Well, Sherry, are there any thoughts or are there a specific quote that you would like to share with our guests today? Well, my favorite quote, Terry, for many, many years now has been, with God, all things are possible. And so I'm a girl who has had really big dreams for many, many years and moving into a tiny house, I say dream big, live tiny. It was really, like I said throughout this, this conversation, it was really, I had big dreams for the future and vision and um, living tiny, if that would help me with accomplishing those big dreams, then it was a simple, small sacrifice to pay um, and really 
wanting people to experience total wellness for their body, for their soul, for their spirit, the holistic approach that I believe is achievable and is possible and is sustainable um, and actually critical if you're going to be a resilient person, a resilient family, and a resilient community. And um, so I, I hope that it will bless many, many families for many, many years to come, as well as our own family. Um, but really, really in my heart, believing that there is an answer, that there is a solution, and that if we put our, our, uh, our resources together as a community, we could really solve some of the problems um, that people are facing today. I wholeheartedly agree, Sherry. I think that, you know, we need to stand strong and stay true to our convictions. And like I said, this is a great mastermind for people to be able to, to shrink back and, and come together to live the life they were meant to live. So thank you so much for your insight today, Sherry. It has been an eye-opening episode for me. And thank you guys for joining me for this episode. I wish each and every one of you much love and blessings. And don't forget to tune in for next week, week's episode. Thank you so much. Well, Divas, that brings to a close another great, inspiring interview on Talk With Terry. Thank you to my amazing guest for sharing your thoughts and wisdom with our listeners. Divas, if you would like to connect with us, go to www.divasthatcare.com. Here, you will also find many amazing episodes from many wonderful and inspiring people. Don't be shy. Reach out and let me know if you have any questions or ideas. Or hey, just leave me a comment. Thank you once again for listening to Talk With Terry. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.